Welcome back to the My Online Schooling podcast, the place where we talk to staff, to parents and to pupils to find out more about life at the online school. Now, in this episode, we're speaking to Emma Thompson from Mind of My Own. Emma is going to give us an overview of the Mind of My Own apps, how they work, how pupils and teachers interact with them and why digital tools like these help with safeguarding and well-being. So come with me now as we dive into the world of Mind of My Own with Emma Thompson. Emma, welcome to this episode of the podcast and thank you for being here. How are you today? Well, thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. Yes, how am I today? I'm really well, thank you. We have had a busy, busy day. We've had lots of furniture arriving as we are desperately trying to make some space (laughs) in our flat to create space for a new baby that is about to arrive well hopefully only around the due date not not before but um yes we're very excited but there is definitely some decluttering and some new furniture that needs to be built to create to create some space uh, in our in our flat for a new human being so yes that's what i've been doing today <laughs> fantastic that, that's really exciting news it's really good to hear You've got a baby on the way. That's really, really good news. When's this baby due in that case? So it's due on the 4th of February. Gosh, right. So not long to go and very, very exciting times. Is this your first baby or do you have experience in this field already? It is our first baby. So it's very exciting, daunting, anxious, all of those feelings and more. But yes, it's 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 taken us a little bit longer. Our uh, fertility journey has been yeah a little bit longer than we we had anticipated but we are delighted that we are here and yeah fingers crossed all goes to all goes to a, a semi plan that is, is currently being written which hopefully will uh, yeah go to plan on the day yeah I'm, I'm sure that it will and of course the the people listening to this episode right now the the very nature of of them most of them being parents of of school children means they've already been through what you're about to go through and mm. and of course those early months those early first few years of of being a parent that they're, they're always exciting and i'm sure that people listening to this right now are smiling on your <laughs> behalf because they remember all of those good times coming up so so that's great thank you for sharing that with us so i'd love to understand a bit more about this thing called Mind of My Own. Can you just tell us, first of all, for the sake of people listening, what Mind of My Own is and what, just in a nutshell, what, it, what kind of service that is that's being provided to my online schooling? Yeah, absolutely. So Mind of My Own is it's, it's, it's an amazing company. It's a, an offering that offers young people like an, an instant and convenient and unique way, really, for them to communicate their views, uh, wishes and feelings. Mm-hmm. It, it fosters a culture of that voice and agency and, and efficacy in our schools and services. It's essentially a digital participation tools. We have the One app, we have our Express app, the service portal, which allows teachers and adults who work with children and young people to assign some of the statements to workers and teachers and as a really safe channel for that communication. And then we have also our Shout survey as well, which offers 
schools kind of a 360 degree uh, view of what young people are telling them around different topics regarding well-being and education service improvement and things like that so yeah I see. Okay, so tell us a little bit then about how people actually experience that. So that's great to understand that in a nutshell. But if if I was if I was a user as such, then what's my experience of how that actually works? How does it look? What does it look like from day to day? So I suppose when it comes to the the digital tools, the apps that Mind of My Own offers for schools, I think that you know well, let's talk about the benefits to of schools, which. Uh, really important for schools to recognise what the benefits are for a whole school, what the benefits are for staff and for children mm-hmm. and young people. So I think for the main first thing for schools, the apps can the, the apps and the digital participation tools can help to improve that well-being and safeguarding practice. And as we know, early intervention is, is absolutely key when, you know, if you've got if you've got designated safeguarding leads listening to this. Um, and as I always said, with my background in education, safeguarding is everybody's responsibility. And the apps help to identify any safeguarding concerns really quickly to help improve the provision that we offer in schools and ensure that the support is there for those young people who really need it. The apps also have a wellbeing uh, tracking capability, which again can inform school improvement plans, help with those internal meetings that we have in schools around what provision we're putting in place, what are our young people saying about lots of different topics and lots of different scenarios that are available on the app, on the apps. And that can all feed into our strategy um, and what we're trying to do to improve the school as well. The apps just also provide that whole school approach to participation, inclusion and that co-design. So, yeah, I think that's, that's a few things around the school. It also helps to evidence participation for the special educational needs and disabilities planning it helps remove those barriers to learning by better understanding the lives of young people outside of school I think there's a lot of discussion at the moment around contextual safeguarding that piece around you know what is the community that that school is serving and that has a huge impact on those Mm. children and young people and through the apps that Mind of My Own can provide allows schools to, to, to hear that voice and to, to really understand the lives of our young people. So we can you know, flex and adapt that as, as we go through the school day. The apps also offer really great um, data. As, as we know in schools, we are so, so driven by data. And the apps offer a complete data download that then translates into our performance workbook templates that then can, schools can then easily extract that information. You've got data at your fingertips to kind of inform those discussions internally and also to share with anybody externally who wants to come and have a little look at our school, Ofsted and, and other inspectors as well. So that's kind of from a school perspective. And I suppose from a staffing I've, I've been a teacher for 16 years, and from a staff perspective, the apps help to just hear those safeguarding concerns early so any young person who says they felt unsafe unhappy or scared that would trigger the safety link in the apps i i do believe it also would reduce workload i worked with the department for education on their reducing teacher workload toolkit and i really feel that the apps 
really support that as well because because the apps create like a one-page profile and so particularly for Senkos out there if you're listening you know when we're working with educational healthcare plans or when we're working to provide you know annual review information or any case files getting the voice of the child into that paperwork can be quite challenging and so Mind of My Own Mm. offers young people lots of different scenarios which can really capture their voice and views and wishes, as, I, as I've mentioned, that can then provide a PDF one-page profile that can be added to those documents. So from, from a reducing paperwork and workload, which in education we're always looking to do, is, it's a great way to do that. And then, as I said, all the data analytics that you can use um, to inform those discussions. Um, so that's mm, from a... I see. From a staff, and I suppose just from the children's perspective, the apps, you know, again, offers young people a, a place for them to, you know, share in a way that suits them, express their feelings. It also empowers young people to ask for support where it's needed and celebrate their successes. Um, and I think the great thing for young people is the accessibility features that are on the app. So we have Recite Me technology, which when I first saw it, I wished that all the all applications that we use in schools had this because it offers the young person the ability to kind of change the colour and size of the text. It has like a reading ruler so they can really focus on what they're looking at on the screen. They can change the colour mm-hmm. of the background mm-hmm. and just, just really to suit their needs. And then the great thing is that it translates into over a hundred different languages and has that text-to-speech. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It has that text-to-speech function as well. So you know, it's inclusive for every young person if, you know, they're, they're just at the start of learning to read, but they want to be able to share their views and wishes, they can do because they can have it read to them through the Recite Me technology. So, yeah, I think that's that's everything for in a, in a, in a nutshell around the apps. OK. And is this an app which is predominantly used or initiated by the teaching staff in the school where they where they use it with the pupils? Or is it initiated by the pupils when they're at home for them to do it on their own? Yeah, so both really. So young people can sign up to the apps. They just put in their first and last name. They have put their email address in. They put their date of birth in. And they put in where they live. And the reason for that is that Mind of My Own triangulates other data. So it, are there any other services that are around that young person? It triangulates that other data. So the location is, is important as well. So they can access it at home. If things are happening at home and they want to kind of go onto a scenario, they can do and talk through that with, you know, and, and, and complete the scenario in that way. They can also access the apps through a workers account. So workers can be teachers, teaching assistants, any support staff, um, any member of staff actually in the school. They can access the apps that way. And they can do that through, like some schools, you know, do it in the morning time. So in the morning, particularly on a Monday, for your listeners, I'm sure Monday mornings are sometimes can be quite challenging after some something maybe has happened over the weekend. It's And so young people can come in in the morning and log into Mind of My Own, either through their own account, if they've set one up, or through a teacher's, which we call like workers' accounts. And they can complete scenarios and then share what's what's happening for them. Throughout the day, they have access to the apps 
obviously any device that has the internet can um, access the um, Mind of My Own app. So whether they're working on a tablet, a laptop, a mobile device, anything. Um, we've got young people using, you know, those game consoles which can still access the internet so they can, you know, put in information there. And then they can complete the scenarios that way. I see. Okay. Yeah, so some schools are using it to support young people after maybe a PSHE lesson or relationship sex and health education lessons if they want to share things after if something's come up in those lessons that they don't want to say out loud or are finding something a bit tricky to you know finding the words to, to say they can use mind of my own to kind of express their concerns or maybe if they want to ask a question they can use the app to kind of speak to the teacher directly that way and I think the great thing about and the feedback that we've had particularly from young people and children in schools is that schools are busy noisy hectic places and you know if you've got 30 children in a class or more in some cases it's very difficult sometimes for those children to have that moment mm. with a teacher or a trusted adult and mind of my own it offers that safe channel for them to say i want to share something they can complete one of the scenarios they can fill it in and then they can choose the adult that they want to send it to and then that goes straight to that person and it's no, there's no other listening ears and they get to, to share what they need to and then teachers can like, notice the statements and then they can um, you know, put, put provision or you know, adapt things as they go and act on that. Okay, so you mentioned about numbers of children in a class. Of course, in a bricks and mortar school, then that's going to be the case. With my online schooling, of course, with children at home, then you could argue that actually the children have got more of a private connection anyway, that, that ability to talk to their teachers anyway. So tell me how, mm. how this helps these children at home and why in particular for children at home is a service like this kind of in many ways even more important? Yeah, so, I mean, as, as we know, like children have and young people have, you know, been brought up with uh, in a digital technology, with the, in an era of digi te digital technology, and become familiar with computers and, you know, mobile devices and um, the internet from an early age. And, and digital technology has transformed the way children and young people interact and communicate with each other to express themselves and access, you know, value support networks. I suppose when it's online and children moving online, um, it is, is the reason for Mind of My Own being so important it, for those particular children is to, for them to be able to share through the digital apps things, again, that they might not just not have the, the ability to, to share on, on when they're talking to their teacher through an online uh, system. Hmm. And it's a safe channel for them to, to communicate. And the scenarios on the apps refer to a lot of kind of resilience questions. They... There's scenarios around kind of identity and their life and, you know, planning for a meeting. How did the meeting go? So it just it, and sorting out a problem, thinking about all of those conflict resolutions and um, restorative justice areas for children mm. to kind of work through or what the problem is, um, how are they going to resolve it, what steps they can take. So, yeah, and it's all about my, there's a my well-being scenario and an education scenario. So things that they 
even through my online schooling, there's there's always times when I suppose young people don't always have the words to express themselves, but through the apps, they've got lovely colourful emojis and it's a very engaging way to, to kind of extract some of that information that's going on for our young people. Now, one of the things you mentioned earlier in this episode is about is about data and you mentioned about data and analytics. And then a little bit later, you mentioned that when children sign up, they can give their name, their first name, their surname and and where they live. What assurances are there for parents who might be listening to this and thinking, oh, I'm not sure, you know, about, you know, because we hear a lot about data, don't we, in the media? I mean, in what ways do you do you ensure that the data doesn't, doesn't get into the wrong hands, of course? Yeah, absolutely. So. As you can imagine, Mind of My Own has lots of, of very sensitive information that is, is shared through the app. So we are very proud to hold the ISO 27001 certification for information security. We also have a GDPR. We're all compliant with the GDPR statements. And actually, when we co-produce our apps with children and young people, they told us that actually they don't really read the privacy statements. So we created with young people a pictures and words GDPR kind of privacy so they can see that in pictures and words in a way that makes it clear to them you know where their data is stored how it's stored how it's shared the other thing to mention is we have the service portal which gathers all the information from the one app and our express app which the school so my all the schools would would hold that service portal and that's all identifiable data to the school. Mind of my own, don't see any of that identifiable data. So that's another way to kind of protect young people. Also comply with the Children's Code, as it came out this year, to make sure that young people you know, only view safe things online. So, yeah, we, we hold that, those certifications. OK, that's really good to hear. And, of course, looking at all of this technology and the, and the well-being of children, I mean, sometimes parents might have a concern that technology contributes to, to to children's well-being in a negative way. But tell us a little bit about some of the positive ways, just in general, that technology really helps to support children and their well-being. So, yeah, as I mentioned, kind of, yeah, digital technology has, has transformed the way young people interact and, and communicate with each other and have, has offers them that ability to express themselves and actually the most robust studies suggest that moderate use of digital technology tends to be beneficial for children and young people's uh, mental well-being while no use or too much use can have a small negative impact and that's actually taken from UNICEF but it's also worth noting that with half of kind of mental illnesses beginning at age 14 it is critical to intervene early to minimize those effects and and the effects on development education employment and health and with mind of my own digital participation tools young people have a space to share and express themselves in in a way that suits them as i'd already mentioned kind of well-being safeguarding mental health, you know, reducing teacher workload is all something that I'm really passionate about and having worked on the reducing teacher workload toolkit with the, with the Department of Education is, you know, these are just some of the daily topics that are discussed in schools and across all of our services who support children and young people. And, you know, Mind of My Own is that platform that offers that and more. It's, it's not only a tool for young people, but one that will help staff to deepen their knowledge and understanding of the young people they're working with, help them tailor and flex 
learning opportunities to adapt to the daily needs of those children and and those daily needs are going to change you know in the climate that we're all living through at the moment and have done for the last two years and through mind of my own we can gather that intelligence so mm. as school teachers and leaders and parents you know we can adapt and accommodate and support the young people as as they navigate you know the world around them I just really believe that, you know, if we give young people the tools to express themselves in a, in a non-confrontational way, a way that doesn't always require verbal communication, which and we all know with you know, school teachers, leaders, parents, everybody who works with children and young people, we know that that can be really hard for some for young people to find the right words to, to express themselves. And mm-hmm. as we invite them to share what is truly going on for them, we can step together onto you know, a path of beginning to unlock their needs and provide the support to ensure that they continue to thrive. Emma, it's great hearing you talk about young people in this way. Uh, I'm dying to know about one extra young person uh, coming along in February. Tell us one of the things that you're looking forward to most of all about being a parent. Oh my gosh. Well, with my teacher hat on, I have already got some of my um, <laughs> some of my flashcards ready for you know phonics sessions. Brilliant. I'm not sure how how young we start with that, but <laughs> my phonics cards have had a had a bit of a brush. But no, I think it's it's a really exciting time. It's a it's it's, it's a miracle really for for us. I'm very excited to to hold the the baby in my arms and and start you know communicating with it and and sharing it all the exciting things that life has to offer and sharing it with as much love as as we can (laughs) awesome well it's not long to go and i'm sure you'll enjoy it just as much as it sounds like you're expecting to emma thank you so much for being here how can people find out more about mind of my own if they've heard anything here and they wanted to go and investigate more online yeah so you can look up Mind of My Own on the internet. You can get in touch with me, Emma, at mindofmyown.org.uk. Also on Twitter, so at Mind of My Own Apps. If you want to get in touch with me personally on Twitter, it's at it's Susie ETDL. And yeah, we, we'd be, be great to make connections and we can show you more about the apps. We've actually just recently launched a new This Is Me scenario, which is amazing. It allows schools to kind of gain a full understanding of young people's identity in their own words. I and mean, there's a lot of discussion at the minute around you know, young people's identity and how they want to share that with you know, somebody. And it just allows schools to kind of recognise how young people want to be identified, what their interests are, any communication and relationships of young people. And in that, in that scenario, we've actually filtered dynamic age-appropriate questions exploring identity. And that's a really exciting new development. So yeah, we've also moved internationally. So if you are listening to this in New Zealand or Romania, Hungary, France and Australia, you are also going to have access to our apps. Our community is, is growing. So we're really excited about that. And we're also working with North Yorkshire. So if you yeah, are listening to this uh, in North Yorkshire, we're creating a new scenario around youth justice, um, which will actually be launched next year. And just we're really passionate about making sure that children and young people who, you know, all children and young people have, have their voices heard. Awesome. So much development, so much future excitement. Emma, thank you for your time here. Thanks for explaining all of this to us. I really appreciate you and appreciate you being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me.
So that was Emma Thompson from Mind of My Own talking all about the value it brings to school life. Now, if you'd like to contact Emma regarding anything you've heard in this episode, then you can email her. It's emma at mindofmyown.org.uk and she'll be right there to help you. Additionally, if you've heard anything and you have any questions at all about online education, then do get in touch with the school. Just search My Online Schooling and you'll find the website there very quickly. Now, our next episode is coming out soon, but in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch and we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.